Welcome to The Daily Cut, a podcast of Park Community Church. I'm Lisa Bishop, and I oversee our women's ministry and small groups at our Near North location. And throughout this season, we wanted to create something consistent for you that would help add a little sense of rhythm to life. And so to do that, we've altered the use of our podcast. We'll be teaching a short devotional every day, and we hope that you will use this time to meditate on and be nourished in God's Word. This is The Daily Cut, and I'm Lisa Bishop. Well, it's good to be with you all, and I'm so glad that you're tuning in. It's so important to create consistency in our lives, especially in this time of life adjustments. And I want to encourage you to continue to be intentional and purposeful about spending time daily with God and in His Word. If you've been tuning into this podcast, you know that we are in a mini-series, and it's called A Good Word for Me. Throughout this week, we've been sharing a passage that God has been using in our lives in this season. And today, I'm going to share a short passage that God has actually used to help me stay grounded in Him throughout my life and this season as well. And it's from the book of Proverbs. I've actually been spending a lot of time in the book of Proverbs and Psalms these past several weeks, and I encourage you to do the same. So today's verses, Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Well, before we dive into our verses for today, I wanted to share a little bit about myself. I've been a follower of Jesus for 23 years, and I didn't grow up in a believing household. I had a short stint of going to church when I was younger, but nothing that stuck. And while I had heard about God and Jesus, I certainly did not know Jesus or have any sort of relationship with Him. I had several years of my life, 27 years to be exact, to live life leaning on my own understanding and not acknowledging God. Unless, of course, I was in some sort of trouble and I would shoot up a prayer to help get me out of a jam, but I didn't have a saving, grace-filled relationship with Jesus. Now, that is until six years into my first job out of college, Kathy Blake Abram, who was a coworker of mine at the time, started to build a relationship and friendship with me. And as part of our friendship, she just naturally shared her life. And a big part of her life was her love for Jesus. Now, over time, I was intrigued, and I was intrigued enough to ask questions and to pursue truth and actually be pursued by truth and eventually give my life to Christ on October 23rd, 1998. Now, the only reason that I know that date is because of Pat Vestovich, who recorded that date for me. Pat was another woman that God had brought into my life that I eventually, in an apartment on Marshfield Avenue in Chicago, prayed a prayer with to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I share that with you so that you know a little bit about me and also so that you're reminded there are people around you, all around you, in your workplace, your neighborhood. There are people you spend time with, albeit virtually these days, that do not yet know Jesus, and you never know how God may use you to love, to be a friend to, to display His glory to, that just may encounter God and enter into new life with Jesus because you reached out to them. So I just really want to remind you of that and encourage you in that today. Oh, and one more thing. Today's my birthday. Yep. 
as I enter into my fifth decade of life, yes, fifth decade, oh my goodness, that feels so weird to say, but as I enter into my fifth decade, there's so much life to reflect on, and I have profound gratitude for the ways that God has and continues to pursue me and love me and refine me and shape me more and more into the image of Christ the same way He does for you. And over the years, my heart has learned to trust Him and acknowledge Him, to desire His ways above my own understanding as He makes my path straight. Well, thanks for letting me share a little bit about myself. Not that you had an option because you are tuning in unless you stopped listening. But if you are still listening, thank you for letting me share. Well, let's get back to our text for today. Again, Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. I'm going to read them again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Well, a good portion of the book of Proverbs, which, by the way, is also referred to as wisdom literature, was written by King Solomon. And this wisdom and instruction applies to all of us as followers of Jesus. According to the opening verses of the book, Proverbs was written to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the young, and to make the wise even wiser. So Proverbs teaches about acquiring wisdom and knowing how to avoid the pitfalls of costly, foolish actions. Wisdom, wisdom of God, leads to personal well-being, healthy and happy relationships, fruitful labors, and good standing with others. And who does not want that? I think we all want what wisdom, what the wisdom of God provides. And throughout the book, Reverence for God and reliance on Him are set forth as the path to life, to prosperity, and to security. I think it's also important to point out something about Solomon, the author, again, of these verses. First, he was human, and he certainly did not live a perfect life. And while we strive to live our lives to glorify God, our walk with Jesus is not about perfection, it is about living a credible life and one that earnestly seeks God and desires to love and honor Him. It's a life surrendered to be molded by Jesus and guided by His Holy Spirit. So Solomon was not a perfect person, but what stands out about him is that when God meets him in a dream in 1 Kings and tells Solomon, ask for whatever you want me to give you, Solomon, above all the things that he could have asked for, Asked for God's wisdom. He didn't ask for more power or more riches or more pleasure. He asked for God's wisdom. And so it causes me to stop and think and ask, if God granted me one wish, if he granted you one wish, what would it be? Would it be a spouse, a new house, more money, status, a high-paying job? Solomon asks for wisdom, and I would venture to say that it is because he trusted God and knew with all his heart that God was for him and knew what was best. So Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6 are really an urging to trust 
God completely. So let's break this passage down. So the first word there is trust. Now, the Hebrew word for trust here means to be bold, confident, secure, and sure in who we put our confidence in. It means make to hope. So the idea of trusting God means my hope is in Him and that He alone is my hope, the source of my hope. I'm confident and secure and putting my trust in Him. And this one word, who or what we put our trust in, has a huge impact on our lives as followers of Christ. Do we have a firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability, the strength of God? Do we have a firm belief in the reliability of His character? So trust, trust in the Lord. Now, the word that Solomon uses to describe God is translated Yehovah. In Hebrew, the proper name of the one true God is what this word Yehovah means. And back in Old Testament times, much like today, people were putting their trust and hope in gods, but not the one true God. So Solomon is making it clear where to put our trust, who to put our full confidence in, and we put our trust in the one true God who is Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to say, with all your your heart. So all means the whole, not just part, but with the whole of who we are, the whole of our mind, our will, and our heart. Trust in God with all of who you are. And then he goes on to say, lean not on your own understanding. And so to lean means to rely, to rest in, to trust in. And understanding means knowledge, meaning, wisdom, discernment. So what these verses really cause us to ask ourselves is, whose understanding am I leaning on? And it it makes me think of actually how often I rely on my own understanding in life. Anybody with me? And how my understanding, my perspective is so incredibly limited in comparison to an all-knowing God because we can never see the full picture, but God does. And so we seek to lean on Him and not our own limited view. There's a great quote by John Piper that says this, so many of the things that cause us the most difficulty and heartache in life The source of so much of our anxiety, fear, doubt, and anger with others and with God is the result of leaning on our own understanding. In exercising faith, trusting fully in the Lord and not leaning on our own understanding, we're not setting aside our intellect. We're resting our intellect upon the intellect of God. I love that. So many of the things that cause us the most difficulty and heartache in life The source of so much of our anxiety, fear, doubt, and anger with others and with God is the result of leaning on our own understanding. Where are we leaning on our own understanding? And then verse six goes on to say this, in all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. So this idea of all of your ways. So in all of your whole manner of life, in your total journey, in the total journey of your life, in our direction, in our thoughts, in our behaviors, in our actions, in our habits, we are to acknowledge Him, acknowledge God. In other verses, 
for this word acknowledge. Other verses say, in all your ways, submit to him. In all your ways, think about him. Seek his will. In all of your ways, agree with God. And the Hebrew word for acknowledging is the word yada, which means to know intimately, to be intimately acquainted with, to perceive, to distinguish. So when we truly acknowledge God, we know him. We lovingly and willingly submit to his ways and his authority, and we express our gratitude to him. We trust him because we know his character and our hearts grow deeper and deeper in living in a way that fully surrenders our lives to him and trust him because he is trustworthy. And then we see he will make straight your paths. We're reminded that the Holy Spirit directs us, guides us, and leads us down the right paths. God's wisdom and not my own wisdom, not human wisdom, not the culture's wisdom, not my best friend's wisdom makes my path straight, but God's wisdom makes my path, my course of life straight. Now, as I reflect on these passages, I'm reminded of a quote by A.W. Tozier. He says this, what comes to mind when we think about God is the most important thing about us. What comes to mind when we think about God is the most important thing about us. So I want to go back to the word trust that opened up these verses, trust, trust in the Lord. I invite you, I invite myself to ask, what comes to mind when I think about God? Do I trust God? Do I measure my trust in God based on my circumstances, based on whether or not things are going the way that I think they should in life? Am I trusting in what I can see, leaning on my own limited and flawed perception of reality, or am I putting my confidence, my hope, my trust in the unchanging character and wisdom of God, wisdom of Jesus. There have been times in my life where I've asked God, why are you letting this happen to me? Or why are you withholding this dream or this desire from me? Why are you being restrictive when all the while God was being protective? He knew that if I got that thing or stayed in that relationship, it would not end well. Too many times to count, I have trusted in my own limited perception and understanding. I've trusted in my own wisdom. And there have been times I have thoroughly convinced myself that I was right about something only to find out I was dead wrong. I took matters into my own hands because I didn't think God cared or saw me. So I just did or said what was right in my own mind. And that led to unnecessary pain and suffering. God says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher in your ways. Will you trust me even when, especially when life is not making sense? Will you seek your wisdom, the world's wisdom, or will you seek me? I am trustworthy. God says, I've got you. I see you. I am for you. As we close, I want to leave us with the message version of Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6, and it says this. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. 
Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Where is God calling you to trust Him? May we trust Him with all our heart and not lean on our own understanding. In times when we do not understand, let's choose to trust. Well, it was good spending time with you today. You are loved. You are seen. You are highly favored. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Daily Cut. We look forward to having you tune in tomorrow for another episode.